Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for our radio audience at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all could join us here in the state of Mississippi. Also, tuning in online around the world. We appreciate you all being with us as well. Well, as you guys know, we talk a lot about what it's been like to go through challenges in life and to be able to rise and thrive, learn lessons for ourselves, but also help other people. Our next guest has definitely been able to do that. We're excited to welcome Patrice Shepard to our program today. Patrice shares a very personal journey in the new book, Doing It Differently, an empowering approach to thriving through breast cancer. And even though the the book is about Patrice's journey through breast cancer, it really is, I think, a greater message for all of us about different challenges that we face, what it's like for us to be able to assess, to go through it, but also the lessons learned. We'll talk to Patrice not only about that, but what it's been like for her to see how people literally around the world are responding to her message and what she hopes you're able to take away from reading her book as well. Patrice, hello to you and welcome to the program. Hello. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me, Cyrus. Yeah, the pleasure is definitely on mine. Patrice, I want to begin with what I just said. I mean, I noticed even recently you posted on social media, literally people around the world are benefiting from your story, benefiting from your book. What has that experience been like for you to take something so personal and to see how other people are connecting through it? It's actually been life-changing for me as well. You know, when I wrote the book initially, I I wrote it, you know, for breast cancer survivors or or women who are going through um, breast cancer. But then, as you said, there is an underlining, you know, message there about going through situations of adversity. And what I'm finding as I'm touring across the country is that, you know, people, are people are resonating with the story people who don't have breast cancer just just everyday people who are going through everyday challenging challenges and and you know it's really humbling for me i'm i'm very excited to be able to you know put out something that to the world that can help the world yeah and it definitely can and i think that the main thing is that, that it does is that it reminds people that they're not by themselves. And I think, Patrice, that's the big thing for a lot of people through any situation. We're talking about dealing with some form of cancer, dealing with abuse, dealing with, you know, any type of situation where they feel less than. To know that someone else understands can be life-changing in itself. What has that been like for you to know that you're not alone in what you have dealt with and will continue to deal with when it comes to life lessons? Well, what it does is it makes me feel, you know, connected to a community. And so one of one, one of the biggest things, you know, um, I, I talked about it a little bit in the book where I talked about uh, when I was going through, you know, I was looking for someone who had been through what I'd been through, who could understand the feelings that I was feeling in the moment. And and although there were people that were out there, I couldn't find someone to immediately connect to, and that's the reason why I wrote the book. And and then on the opposite side of that, you know, all of us go through situations of adversity. That's something that, that we can't control. We can't control what's going to happen to us. But what we can control is the, our thoughts, our words, and our actions. And so I I think the common theme in there is that any situation of adversity that you're going through, there's there's a way that we can look at it and do it differently. Yeah. 
such a great point and such a great reminder, too. So I want to talk about the decision then to share, Patrice, because I think even as you talk about in the book, disclosing is not something that everyone decides to do. When they decide to do it, it's different. You even mm-hmm. talked about for yourself um, making that decision who you told. Was it an easy thing for you to not share it with, with family and friends, but to make a decision to share it with the world in a book like this? Yeah, it wasn't an easy decision. You know, in the in the very beginning, it, it was difficult because I I looked at my my diagnosis from a different perspective, and 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 understanding that when people hear cancer, the C word, you know, when they hear that, they are people. We automatically think death sentence, and so the difficulty in sharing it was not wanting to have my have my joy uh taken away or have my spirit broken by by having to experience the feelings of others you know especially the people that are close to you your family and friends and right. so once i once i got past that part you know then it was me making the decision to to write a book and share it with the world and i think at the point that I made the decision to share it and to write the book, it was really because what I wanted to do is I wanted to be a resource to the women who were going through what I had been through. I wanted them to be able to hear it from someone who had gone through the journey. Because many times, Cyrus, I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm not saying that it's not out there. I'm going to say that it wasn't easily accessible for me to find right there in the moment. You know, I, I, I didn't find books and resources that were written, written by a breast cancer survivor who actually could understand and know. Many of them, the books and the resources that I was finding were written by doctors. And, of course, you know, doctors, they have the scientific knowledge and they've been to school for it. But it's a, but, but it's a difference when you're actually walking the walk, you know. And so I wanted to write a book uh, for survivors and for people who were, who, who could relate, who I could relate to, who could relate to me. And it was basically a book by a survivor for a survivor. And I, and I think I mentioned it a couple of times in the book that it's a book for somebody who walked the walk and who could then talk the talk. Yeah. And who decided to empower herself, uh, Patrice. I want to talk about that. I actually want to read something from Chapter 3 of the book, a Declaration. And you talked about taking us back to 2017, the affirmations that you had to speak to yourself. You can do this. You are strong. You are brave. You are courageous. You can handle it. Talk to us about that, because you you, you, you say this, um, for those who have the print edition like I do on page 31, brave and courageous are words that I had seen, have been seeing in doctor's offices and everywhere. It was like a piece of metal meeting a magnet. Those words and I were attracted to one another. Talk to us about that connection between those words and how that helped you along the way. Yeah, you know, many times, um, just in life in general, but specifically when you're going through a tough situation, a situation of adversity, especially a health challenge, and going back and forth to doctor's appointments and chemo and, you know, not always getting such good news um, from the doctors. It's very easy to, even though you're positive and you want to be positive and thinking positive, it's easy to, to kind of get back in the slump, you know, to get in the slump like very fast. 
And so what I knew from the very beginning is, is that those times would come, but I needed to be able to snap myself right back into positivity. So what I did is I, I, I call it brainwashing myself, you know? And so in the beginning, what I would do is I would write positive words, you know, on sticky notes, and I would place them everywhere in my house, you know, on the refrigerator, on the mirrors, on the walls, so that when I woke up and I wasn't feeling like myself, what I could do is I could see those positive words and I can get, snap myself right back into a positive place. And then what happens is it's kind of like Cyrus, you know, when you buy a new car. So when you buy a new car and then on the road when you're out, that's all you see is the brand of car that you just bought. <laughs> what started happening was is that everywhere I went, I was seeing these words. And, yes, it was like a magnet. You know, I would see faith. I would see hope, love, courage. And it was a way of um, – it was just encouraging. And it seemed as though my whole environments were starting to be, you know, encouraging. And for me, you know, declarations, I just believe that what we think, what we think in our minds, what we say out of our mouth, you know, that has that has such a, an impact on the outcomes in our lives. And what I did is I actually turned all those sticky notes that I had into these little affirmation cards. And at any moment, I can pull out those cards. And I often did that. I would keep them in my purse. I would pull out those cards. And when I would feel myself not feeling happy or feeling down or, or thinking negative thoughts, I would just read those words. And instantly, it would, it would change my mindset and change my confidence. It's a great reminder for our audience, again, regardless of what challenge we're facing, the importance of those words. I want to say for those who are just tuning in, though, he's on the radio side or online. You're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome Patrice Shepard to our program today. Patrice is the author of the book, Doing It Differently, an Empowering Approach to Thriving Through Breast Cancer. You said something else that I thought was interesting, Patrice, because I have had a guest come on the show recently who did not even like to say the word cancer. She was a, a, a cancer survivor. But she did not like to say the word because she felt like even saying the word gave it too much power. But I want to talk about the subtitle of the book of Thriving Through Breast Cancer because I think a lot of times people are waiting for the end. You didn't wait for the end. You decided even through the journey um, to mm -hmm. keep becoming a better version of yourself. Where did that strength come from? I think it just came, you know, from the inside. I know that – you know, my mom is is a very positive person, and she has one of those uh, bubbly personalities, and, and she believes, she, she has this phrase, everything is perfect. And uh, what's funny about when she says that is she says it when everything is not so perfect. <laughs> and, and Yeah, and, and essentially what she means by that is that everything that we go through, it's for a purpose. And if we just keep walking through the journey, if we just keep walking through it, you know, being positive, saying our declarations, we'll see that that that, that particular testimony or that particular trial or situation of adversity, whatever it is, all the things that happened along the journey, at the end, it was meant to happen so that you can get to the end, so that you can get to your destiny. 
And so, you know, she talked to me about that growing up, and and it was kind of, you know, innate in me so, so that w- at, when I was faced with the, with the situation of adversity, you know, that's kind of the way I thought already. But when I was 40 years old, so I was diagnosed at 43. But when I was 40 years old, you know, that's a monumental birthday. And I can remember everyone, and I talk about it in the book as well, I can remember everyone asking, you know, Will, what are you doing for your birthday? Give us some wisdom. You know, give us give us some words of inspiration now that you're 40. And really, I, I, I couldn't come up with any. But I decided to do something for myself. I decided to stop making empty promises and to do what I say what I mean and mean what I say. And so with that, what I decided to do was to stop and really think about the words that I spoke, because as we all know, words do have power. So I decided to make sure that the words that I said, I meant them, and then to follow up on those actions. And so when it came time for me to go through my breast cancer journey, you know, making those declarations and and, and writing in my journal and all of the other things that, that came along with the journey, I just wanted to make sure that I was living it out in a way that that would be positive. And then when I looked at it in the end, I wouldn't have what I call in the book those hindsight 2020 moments. Right. And, and I love the fact, too, that you share something else that I, I, I don't always understand. And I, and I get everyone's journey is different uh, in every situation, which is why I keep bringing that point up, Patrice, is that, when people go through things, they go through it their own way, the way that typically mm-hmm. is best for them, or they feel like it's best for them in the circumstance, what they can handle, they can't handle. I love the fact, though, that you were not afraid, though, to seek out help. <clears throat> and you talk about in the book about even being a part of an online support group. Talk to us about that and, and what you would say to others, not just, again, those who are going through the journey of breast cancer, but also just in general. We talked at the beginning of not being alone and not knowing you're not alone, but how did being a part of support groups like that and having that there, how did that help you? Yeah, that was everything for me, being a part of support groups. Being around other people, other women in this case, you know, with breast cancer, who were able to understand. And then what was most impactful is that there are women in the group that were on different stages and different levels of the journey. So as I was someone who was coming in who was just diagnosed, you know, there were other women coming in who were just diagnosed, maybe women who had had surgery already, who had completed chemo, and then women who were five-year breast cancer survivors, 10-year survivors, and so on and so forth. And so what that did is it built a rich community. And it built a community where we could relate to one another, we could talk to one another, you know, ask questions. And then it it really did make you feel as though you were not all out here, you know, on an island alone and by yourself. It also gave encouragement and, and, and hope. That hope is so important. So to that point, though, Patrice, one thing that you did talk about, and again, the reason why I'm bringing this up, because it, it goes to the rest of us that may not be fighting the fight, but to be mindful. We we talked about already about the power of words, and you talked about those affirmations and making those notes, and then, of course, the words we speak to ourselves. Unfortunately, we as human beings, mm-hmm. though 
I'm going to give us a benefit of the doubt that we sometimes mean well, <laughs> but we don't <laughs> always say things the right way or at mm-hmm. the right time. You talked about that when dealing with the support group even, Patrice. You said in there, but you put questions in, I think it was, and, and you were asking you know, about things they wish they had known or, or you know, things that they were going through, and they talked about that negative energy. Talk to us about what that was like for you to, to have to address. That seems like that should be a no-brainer for us to know that if you know someone's going through something, be mindful of what you're saying and, 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 and the energy you're bringing. But why was that important for you to address, and what was it like for you to see so many dealing with that? You know, I would say, Cyrus, I, I'm, going, I'm going to agree with you that we'll give people the benefit of the doubt. And I think sometimes when people are asking questions, or or projecting certain things that they're not really thinking about how it lands on the other person. Yeah. You know, they're not thinking about your feelings on the on the opposite side of the comments that they can make. And 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 I would just say with that, you know, that's that's very difficult. Uh because going through this journey, you know, there there were a lot of things that happened to your physical appearance. You know, the losing of your hair, you know, if you have a mastectomy, you know, having having your breast removed and, and, and just going through that. And I think that people want to ask questions, but then maybe again not understand how it lands on the other on the other person. So there are a couple of things there that um that, that was really impactful for me going through the journey, and even just thinking about it right now, it just makes me a little emotional, Um, just remembering and thinking about, you know, times where I was already struggling inside. Yeah. I was already feeling inadequate in certain ways or, or, or unsure or uncertain about myself or even many times wondering, you know, what my fate was going to be. You know, was I going to die, you know, having a 16-year-old son? So then having all of that on 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 me and going through that internally and then for people to kind of bring on their stuff with it as well. Um yeah, that <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I you you just kind of threw me a little bit asking that question. Yeah. Well, I want to read what you actually said, Patrice, because I think this is a great reminder for, again, all of us. On page 71, for those who have the print edition of the book, Patrice says this, uh, here's the reason why I'm so sensitive about this and why I've dedicated the dot on this topic. Breast cancer attacks all aspects of our being, as I described Mm -hmm. in the last dot. We cannot take on or do not need another opponent. What we do need, however, is positive energy, love, and support. Having those three ingredients make it easier for us to be vulnerable and disclose our story. And and that's really why I brought it up, Patrice, because those that energy will make people not want to share, will make people not want to you know, uh, to let other people know what they're going through, what they're you know, what they have been able to overcome because they don't know how other people are going to respond to that. So I think that's why all of us have to be so mindful of that. And again, as I mentioned earlier, as a broader statement, we, we really should just be more mindful, period, of what we say to people. And, and the way we, because we don't, none of us know what the other person is battling or going through, right? So to be able to have that. So I want to talk about role models here for a second, uh, Patrice, with you. Because one of the things I saw on Facebook, I think you were uh, were speaking, and I think 
for a lot of people, they look at you and they say, wow, if she's been able to go through what she's gone through, then maybe I can get through X, Y, or Z. How does that feel that now, just by your living your life and sharing your story, that maybe you are going to inspire somebody else? Yes, and so that that's the exciting part about it. You know, uh, when we go through our journey in life, you know, ultimately, ultimately what we want to do, wait, first, let, let me go back. I want to share something with you uh, in regards yeah. to that. So I can remember there was a time, and um, this, this came up for me in, in a course that I was taking. There was a time when I was in, I think, about third or fourth grade, and I had a music teacher. And so we were, um, but she would also teach us, you know, about cultural things and, and, and so on and so forth. And one day we were studying and we were talking about buildings, libraries, and, 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 and street signs and, and things of that nature. And what she pointed out to us was that all of these buildings and, and, and our boulevards and our roads were named after people. And, and, and what she reminded us is that they were named after people because these people did something that was great. And many times it was not necessarily because they danced or sang or played a professional sport. It was a lot of times something that they did for humanity. And so I, I was a, a, a little girl, I, I, like I say, third or fourth grade. And I remember that. I remember when she said that. And I went home that night and I said to my mom, you know, I'm going to be famous one day for something. And it's not going to be because I can dance or sing, because that's what my teacher had said. It's not going to be because I can dance or sing. It's going to be for something that I do in the world. And so I held on to that, you know, all of my life, never knowing, never knowing what it would be actually for. And then a lot of times, you know, as we, and then as we grow and as we develop, you know, we start chasing our destiny and chasing our purpose. And we, and, and we want to find out, you know, what are we here for? What are we supposed to be doing? And for me, Cyrus, I found that just by going through my journey, my breast cancer journey, going through it, I think accepting it and embracing it with a positive perspective. And as I went through that, what happened is, is I actually found my purpose, what I'm supposed to be doing. And then just like I said when I was a little girl, I know that the work that I'm doing and the journey that I'm continuing on as I'm a thriving survivor now, I know that this is the work that's going to make me famous for doing something. It's going to be this is my gift to humanity what I'm doing. So when, I, when I'm out as I'm traveling and as I'm on book tours and as people reach out to me on social media via email and I get phone calls, it's very encouraging and uplifting for me to know that I'm doing exactly what my music teacher told us about so many years ago. So what it does for me is it makes me feel like I am living my purpose. I am doing what it is that I was designed and created to do. And there's no better feeling than to know that as you're walking, walking out this life, that every day that you are impacting and empowering people. Such a great point. Last thing I want to ask you, Patrice, and again, I appreciate this time. The title of the book, again, is Doing It Differently, really highlighting the fact that 
everyone's path is their own, the way that they handle things, the way that they deal with things, the way where they find support, where they find their joy, where they find their peace is going to be different. What do you want people, though, to know, because I even said in my review on Amazon, even though this is your personal journey, what do you want them to know about what's possible for them when they read the book? This is what I want people to know what's possible, is that many times in life we have hindsight 2020 moments. Where after we go through a situation, we look back and wish that we had done things differently. We look back and we have those what I like to call coulda, shoulda, woulda moments. Where if we had to do it all over again, we would do it differently. But we don't have to have those moments any longer. So what I'm suggesting is that when we're faced with a situation of adversity, and this is any adversity at all, because, again, we can't control the situations that happen to us, but there are certain things that we can control, which is our thoughts, our words, and our actions. So when we're faced with those situations, let's do it differently. Let's think positively first, and then let's think about the outcome that we want. When we're, when we're finished with this and when we're looking back at the end, let's think about the end in mind. What do we want to come out of this? Now, if we have that goal sitting out there, then everything that happens to us along the way is supposed to happen so that we can ultimately get to that goal at the end. I think that if we take a different approach and that if we do it differently when we're faced with situations of adversity, I think that we would come out, you know, better for it and then have less regret, regrets and then be happy and have joy. You know, one of the things that I always say, if you look up my up and down my social media, I talk about one of my superpowers is smiling and being nice, you know. And so I just think that we can have joy even going through situations of adversity. Because in the end, ultimately, I believe that what we went through is not for us. What we went through in the end is for us to share and to help others to get through that situation or a similar situation. It's a great reminder, and it's a great way for us to look at it. Again, everyone, Patrice Shepard has been our guest. Doing It Differently is her book. It is available now through our friends at Amazon.com, An Empowering Approach to Thriving Through Breast Cancer. As I mentioned, you can already find my review there. I encourage you guys, if you get the book, make sure you guys share your thoughts, not just for Patrice, but also so other people know uh, what you thought about the book to help them. Patrice, really enjoyed speaking with you. How can our audience stay connected with you? Okay, sure. Um, so I, I am on Facebook, and my name is Patrice Shepard, and that's spelled P-A-T-R-Y-C-E, last name Shepard, S-H-E-P-P-A-R-D. Um, they can also call our office. Uh, I'm located here in Dallas, Texas, and I can be reached there at 214-778-1448. All right, Patrice, congratulations to you again, and looking forward to our next chat together. Yes, thank you so much more than welcome and we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. If you all came in late, you missed part of today's broadcast, don't worry. Depending on how you're joining us, you all can catch the replay. For our radio audience, you guys can be able to find the link on our Facebook page. So make sure you guys do check that out. Uh, until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Let's go make today amazing. Take care. <music>